Hey y'all, welcome back. It's Blood Education. I'm Mia. <laughs> and I am Brandy. They're gonna eat us up for that. You know, well, I, I wanted to be British because we're talking about Revolutionary War today. <laughs> Please shut up, bro. I can't be British. No. Nay. Your acid sucks. It does? Yes. You know, how do the British people do like American accents so well? Like I like, I know it's something could, a country hit. Like I found out like maybe like two years ago that Idris Elba was like actually like <laughs> British. British as fuck. Him and the dude um, from um, Black Panther and, and get out. You know, oh, Dan- yeah, Daniel, 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 and then Daniel. no, what's that other dude? He um damn it, what did he play? Um, in? um, um the one from Snowfall? Oh my god, him too. But I'm talking yeah. about the skinny dude. Shit, he was in that damn movie. It's gonna bother me forever. I have to figure it out. I'm gonna tell you later. But he's coming to me later. But he's British. Yes, he's British, and I had no idea. All them niggas is British. All of them. When did when did they get niggas over there? Like, I mean, I know they had niggas over there, but like, when did they get niggas over there? Right. You mm. know, mm. that shit blew me. I was okay. blown. But well, well, anyways, I'll work on my accent. Okay. Yeah. Please don't be Our, mad at us. It was all his fault. Be yeah. mad at him. No, we love controversial <laughs> comments. I love responding. Um. Okay. So, anyway, so we're talking about the Revolutionary War today. So, uh, you know, I love war in general. Period. So, like, yeah, if y'all uh, listen to the World War II episode, yeah, absolutely. I love a good revolution. Mm-hmm. Um, but, okay. So, um, as we know, um, well, let's backtrack, 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 backtrack. Okay. So, Europe uh, has mother countries. A mother country is, if you can imply, um, is going to be a main European country. And then they're going to have uh, colonies in various areas. So during this time, um, you have three major Europe. Well, maybe four, but I'll say three, um, which are going to be Europe, um, not Europe, but they're going to be Spain, France, and England. Okay, so tapping into England. Okay, England is obviously going to have some territory up in what is now present day Canada. Yep. But the main um, area is going to be broken down into what we know as the 13 colonies, okay? So three regions. We have the southern region, um, we have the middle colonies, and we have New England, Mm -hmm. okay? Now, all three of these region um, areas have uh, completely different lifestyles. They make their money uh, completely different ways. Up in New England. Agriculture, all that shit's different. Yeah, so New England, you're not really going to have a lot of agriculture because, like, it's further north, so you're going to have... a colder climate, um, rocky soil, so it's not going to be great area. For are they the ones that are off the water? Yes, yeah. and they're well. Technically, all of them are along the coast yeah. in some aspect, but they're going to make most of their um, economic, um, most of their money is going to come from like things like whaling and fishing, yeah, shipbuilding, ship, shipbuilding yeah. different things like yeah. that, right? Um, whereas in the middle colonies, they're going to be called the breadbasket colonies. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a really good climate, and they're going to make most of their money actually from like leftover crops that they have so it's not it's more so like they had the um climate to to eat and then sell their leftover mm-hmm. stuff whereas in the south the south is also going to farm but their stuff is more so like they are growing this food yeah. specifically to sell it not to eat it aren't um, they also tobacco indigo and shit? yeah so cash crops yeah so th- those kind of things right um so there's a difference. Um, also, you know, you have other motivating factors for people coming over here uh, as the colonies grow. Uh, a lot of places, particularly in New England, are they're coming over here because of religious freedom mm-hmm. um, to escape persecution um, and to separate from the Church of England. So, yeah. New England, you're going to already have a lot of people that really don't fuck with England <laughs> as yeah, it is, right? Um, 
But as people um, continue to um, come to the New World and as the population gets bigger, you know, as we said, the English colonies are kind of like along the coast. And when you compare it to like Spain's empire and also to France's empire, England has a relatively small um, swath of land. Mm -hmm. And so they really have no choice but to start expanding west as the population gets bigger. The problem is is that as they expand west, they are now going to start overlapping with France Mm -hmm. and France's territory. So you're going to have a lot of conflict. Sorry. Quick pause. Also, just want to point out, I hope most of you already know this, but also natives already live in this area. Yeah. Like before the French... Before England, all these all these niggas that's coming and taking territory that don't belong to them, yeah. belong to the natives. I just want to point that out. Before we, we get any further, they were taking things that didn't even belong to them any fucking way. Absolute but, wild card. Yeah. yeah. Absolute motherfucking wild card. They was fucking buddy. So, niggas lived um, there. Yes. Um, I was remiss to announce that. Yes. But, yes. <laughs> but I feel like people should know. Right. I, I feel like it. What's but I just know? also want to make note of that because fuck them niggas. Right. Sorry, so <laughs> they're moving. Um, England is starting to move west, and so now you're going to have a lot of disputed uh, territory between England and France, mm-hmm. in particular. Now, England and France have been frenemies and like for ages, ever. yeah, ever, ever, already, ever. already. But this is just another opportunity opportunity for them to have some kind of war. So you're going to have the French and Indian War that occurs, mm-hmm. um, also known as the Seven Years' War. Yep. Um, that's going to happen, and it's basically going to be a huge fight over a territory, and um, especially in the Ohio River Valley, mm-hmm. because that area is particularly fertile, and it's pretty good for farming. Um, so during this time, um, Britain is going to send over their soldiers, their army, and mm-hmm. eventually they're going to win the war. They're going to yeah. win the war, right? So you're going to have colonists that also are fighting in this war, and I think that the idea is that since we're fighting over this land, that you know we... If we win, we'll be able to expand and take expand and, and, and live in this land and settle this land, especially <laughs> because it's so cultivate the yeah, land. Right. All the things, right? But what's gonna end up happening is you are going to get something called the Proclamation of seventeen sixty three that occurs mm-hmm. and where King George, who is the king of England at the time. <laughs> king is, George is wild. King George is an asshole. <laughs> he is an fun, asshole. Bro. He is literally an asshole. But he literally <laughs> creates this proclamation in 1763 that says, um, well, you guys actually can't move past the Appalachian Mountains. Right. So basically, you have to stay in this area where you are. Can you imagine? Like, can you I just a- won this war for you, bitch. Can you imagine? Like, no, nah, that nigga was wild as fuck, bro. Can you imagine being a colonist and you done lost your pop-pop <laughs> and your life <laughs> and your... And your older brother right. in the French and Indian War, you even lost them. And, and you're like, well, at least I get to move, move and get my own land. And the king is like, actually, no. And, and, and oh, uh, oh, there's more. There's more. The king actually also says, uh, <laughs> actually, we're in debt. Right. And, this war was expensive as fuck. And we actually helped you <laughs> out. We actually helped you out so that you guys didn't have beef with the French. So we're gonna start taxing you guys. And you know what blows me is that it was just like multiple tax. It wasn't even just like okay, we're gonna tax this one thing, y'all, because we in debt, we need money. We're gonna tax everything, the, like everything. It was a stamp act, uh, motherfucking tea act, sugar act, and like my thing with the stamp act was like it was it wasn't like for real literal stamps. It was all paper. 
Like all printed documents. Bitch, have you lost your mind? Newspapers, everything. That shit would have pissed me off so motherfucking bad. Like the, I get it. The way I teach my kids too is also obviously they don't have technology during this time. Mm-hmm. So how they correspond is through letters, through newspapers. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, imagine if every time you got on social media, you had to pay five dollars. Right. No, every single time you scroll social media, you had to pay five dollars. Every time you send a text message. Every oh my god, I would kill this nigga. Right? Like pissed. I would be pissed. I would so, kill him. Um and the idea is not really just about the taxes because I think that the colonists would have been okay if they would have been able to have a say so. Mm-hmm. The real issue is that there is taxation without, without representation, representation in Parliament. Because, like, how dare you? I'm sure niggas that was living in London still had to pay taxes, right? But they were okay because they had a voice in Parliament. And the people that I have represented are in Parliament speaking on my behalf. So you at least know I'm not happy about this shit. But when you talk about the colonies, they literally had zero representation in Parliament, which can also be a note taken on, like, maybe y'all should have got them ducks in a row before y'all left. But anyway, they don't have any representation in Parliament. So all these taxes and things that are coming out, they literally have zero say-so in any of this shit. They're just like, y'all got a tax now. And it's also going to piss the colonies off because up until this point, Britain has really not been fucking with them. Dude! Like, salutary neglect is this period of time, like, where Britain was pretty much like, as long as I'm making my, as long as you guys are giving me my money, like, I don't give a fuck what y'all are doing over there. Um, And that's going to be through this process called mercantilism. Mm -hmm. And with mercantilism, pretty much, like, the colonies are only allowed to trade with the mother country, which is already going to be a point of contention because, like... Hell, if France is selling this for fifteen dollars, why the and, fuck am I paying twenty? Why am I paying twenty with you? So the comments were kind of like already like having like little side deals and stuff like that, as far as with businesses and different things like that on the side. But it was just like one of those things where like Britain was like, well, as long as you are making our quota, I really don't care what you're doing. I just I feel like my biggest thing with the the revolution is like I totally get where they were coming from because you're not going. That's like basically. You know how some kids, their parents really don't be having a lot to say about the shit that they do, and then they get grown, right. and all of a sudden it's like, why are you going out at two a.m.? Why are you just not getting up? Right. Uh, where were you the whole? Where shut were the fuck you? Up. Where were you this whole time before? Exactly. Like it's literally like a neglectful parent that decides they want to wake up and be a parent one day. Like nigga, fuck off. And then now you're also not only am I having to pay you taxes. Now I can't move to certain places. Now you're trying to tell me what to do. You got your motherfucking soldiers here that you never took from the motherfucking war. Yeah. Bitch, you're not out. my dad. Really? Get the fuck out. Like, nigga, yeah, of course we got beef. Like, I want to beat yeah. y'all ass because y'all are fucking yeah. wildin'. So you're going to have a series of acts here. You're going to have the Stamp Act. Um, and then, so what ends up happening is that the colonists um, really react in mainly two different ways. Um, with violence and without violence. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the protests, um, they... Pretty much are boycotting a lot of these products or they are just um, sneaking and getting this stuff from other people like um, France or Spain or Holland, whoever. And so a lot of these acts are, and this is what I don't understand. So it was like they were boycott and then Britain would repeal it, which would mean they would mm-hmm. take it away. And then Britain would be like, okay, next year. Okay, surprise, we're going to give you another one. <laughs> like, like, did you not learn? Like, we just talked about this. Did you not learn? So there's just going to be a lot of back and forth, right, with these things. You're also going to have a little bit of violence that does occur with the Boston Massacre. Yeah. Um, because at this point in time, um, there's going to be a stronger British presence in the colonies to ensure that um, these taxes are being paid because – um, a lot of people, um, the colonists are like, fuck y'all. We're not paying. We ain't got it. We are not paying. We are not, it, we are not, I ain't got it. I'm not paying. I'm not paying it. Yeah. And so, um, 
there was actually a job called like the tax collector, and so <laughs> especially tar and in, like, that they, <laughs> yes, especially in Boston, they literally would tar and feather. They would beat beat up these people. So these, um, so they were like, they were like going to the bridge. They were like, help me, <laughs> right, help, nigga, nigga, help me. Like you want me to do this job? These. They are beating my ass, right? <laughs> so Britain is going to respond to this by um, increasing um, military presence in the colonies, which is also going to be an issue. Um, right. And then you have something called quartering, which yeah. is going to happen where pretty much like these British soldiers need somewhere to stay. And so they're going to stay with y'all. So the quartering act is going to come out and it's essentially going to say about, yes. Uh, Shrek, can I stay with you? No. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> no. <laughs> You no, can't. No. But yeah, so pretty much British soldiers are uh, allowed to stay wherever they want as far as like. So Niggas can, can literally come just knock on your door and be like, hey, I'm sleeping here tonight. I mean, no, fuck you not. And feed me. Right. Yeah, and wash my clothes. All, all of the things. Yeah, Rent free. Um, so the colonists are really not going to like this, in particular in Boston. So Boston is really the city that, like, Shit, really, dumb. like, really, like, they really are just like, it's on site with you niggas. Like, um, like, and when you look at the region of the colonies, a lot of, when you look at loyalists, which are people who are still loyal to the, the crown, um, a lot of those people are actually going to live in the Southern colonies mm-hmm. because they have a better relationship, um, better trade relationship with, um, Britain because the Southern colonies are going to become wealthy, extremely mm-hmm. wealthy. I'm about to say, yeah. And they're also, they not paying for their motherfucking labor. Right. So they're not having to, you know, but, um, but there. Boston, um, in particular, is going to be the site of the Boston Massacre, yeah. which occurs. Um, and it's just like, there's a lot of tension between soldiers and colonists. And this is, okay. Oh, Lord. So this is, this is where I kind of like, how history teaches it, um, where I kind of differ. So, with the Boston Massacre, the colonists deserved it. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, they did. Right. They, they, what? They did. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to explain this. I'm going to explain the Boston Massacre. Okay. All right. Niggas is outside, right? Mm -hmm. The colonists have been harassing these tax makers or whatever like that. There's a small, um, there's a small, um, what is it called? Like a small assignment of British soldiers, Mm -hmm. right? Like they minding their business. They, they patrolling or whatever like that. Right. The colonists out there, I don't know if they were drunk or whatever the case may be, Probably. but like, like you know, it's it, it's winter time, so they're snow on the ground. So like, they like bitter, literally just start picking on these soldiers and like Boston they're calling them they're calling them lobster lobster bags and stuff like that because you know British war red. <laughs> so they're sitting which there. It's funny. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's funny. So they're talking shit about them, which is fine. You can talk all the shit you want, but now they're starting to throw things like um, they're throwing snowballs, but the snowballs have rocks in them. So yeah, like, they were they, yeah. So, like, they are literally, like, that's assault. I'm sorry. That's assault <laughs> in my eyes. So, um, and the British, like, were pretty, like, they, they, they're better than me. Right. Yeah. Because, been, because, um, but the thing, but the thing is, like, as it continued to happen, um, the British eventually are going to respond. And it's just like, uh, yeah, like, and there was confusion, right, where, um, I think the leader of the British, of that regiment or whatever, or small group of soldiers um, was like, don't fire, but mm-hmm. niggas heard fire. Right. <laughs> and so yeah. it was just boom, boom, boom. So then you have um, Paul Revere. Paul Revere is so messy. Paul Revere. The British are coming. The British are the coming. Son, he's a, one of the sons of liberty, but 
he is actually really messy. And actually, he actually in, in, in real life, he actually did not say the British were coming because that would actually defeat the purpose of like passing the message yeah. in like silence. So they had the signal. They actually had like um, candles mm-hmm. that they put in towers mm-hmm. to uh, let to let people know, okay, the British are coming. So he didn't actually ride through the town. He I don't know. Have, that's much, a much cooler story. Um, yeah, it is. But um, And there was also, like, another nigga that was there with him, like, uh, uh, like two other niggas that were there with him, but everyone always remembers Paul Revere. Anyway, so I'm going to tell you, Paul Revere was messy because he is the one who actually, um, that infamous painting or picture of the Boston Massacre mm-hmm. um, that shows all these colonists, like, dropping dead and, like, the British are just like, you know, like, and it's just like, this is it's going to go viral, mm-hmm. essentially, in every newspaper. So this is really going to push a lot of the colonists throughout the whole British colonies to be like, oh, no, the British, like, fuck y'all. Like, right. y'all, y'all, like, we are innocent, like, and stuff like that. And in reality, like, the colonists are the ones who started it. So that's my only point, like, where I do want to, like, like, tap in and say, like, um, well... I feel like with the buildup, though, it was bound to happen, especially yeah. with the 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 pushback that Parliament had already gotten about the Quartering Act. It's like y'all knew some shit like this was gonna pop off. You cannot expect people to house people that don't even fucking know, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying. And they're not, and y'all to have soldiers posted literally everywhere yeah. for it not to be beef. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. So this happens, but since we're on a subject of Boston, we also have the Boston Tea Party, which yeah. is going to occur. As well, too. Uh, also, I have a conspiracy theory about oh, that, too. Lord. Yes, you know, I had to. So, my thing is this, right? So, Boston, right, they're boycotting tea from London mm-hmm. um, in particular, right? Um, but in reality, um, and it's under the guise of, like, we are boycotting because we shouldn't have to pay all these taxes on tea, blah, 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 or whatever the case may be, right? But in reality, what is already happening is they are already getting um, their tea from, like, Holland. So, they're mm-hmm. getting Dutch tea. Um, and they're smuggling it in, and it's illegal. So they're boycotting British tea, right? Um, and the idea is because, like, we want independence, we want liberty, blah, blah, blah. In reality, the niggas that were in charge of this, the Sons of Liberty, like Sam Adams and stuff like that, they were making a lot of money through bootlegging. Mm-hmm. Through bootlegging, like, like they really were. So it's just, like, this idea that you have this Boston Tea Party, right, um, where you're going to throw away all this, mm-hmm. well, all this British tea, but they're doing that on purpose so that the colonists can to them. the people will have to come to them. So that, there's this idea that like, oh, okay, yeah, we're doing this for some noble cause. No, we're basing it off of what America is based off of, which is capitalism, and we are eliminating the competition so that you have to come and buy this bootleg tea so that we can continue to make this money and get it's rich. It's like tea and whiskey. Yes. Yeah. And okay, I agree with you. And this is only because this is my issue with the motherfucking 18th Amendment. You always agree with my conspiracy. <laughs> I just want to point this out for the no, record. No, I don't agree with all well, of them. Shut up. For the record, that <laughs> I say I have a conspiracy theory, and Tamia drags me. But then I she and then not agree with like agrees. two of them. You, Three what? max. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, the only reason I'm like yes is because the 18th Amendment be pissing me off because we know this happened with the Boston Tea Party. And we already know niggas is already creating bootleg bullshit. And then when you look at like the um, prohibition, prohibition, mm-hmm. like prohibition is where you see the influx of crime and bootlegging. And that is because you are denying people certain things. And we already know, again, from the Boston Tea Party, that niggas are going to make a way out of no way. And they're going to have crime arise. That has always 
pissed me off every time I talk about it. And it's just like nobody be thinking about it. Yes. Like history really repeats itself because it y'all are too stupid to pay attention. It does. Um, I agree. Yeah. So um, blowing me. So Brenda's going to respond to the Boston Tea Party in particular with a series of acts called the Intolerable Acts. It's mm-hmm. four parts. Um, so what they're going to do is they're going to close down Boston's Harbor. Like, so yep. y'all niggas can't make no <laughs> money. Wild, they were like, y'all niggas can't make money until y'all pay us back for all the tea. Um, they are also going to, um, basically allow for British soldiers to be, um, if they are accused of any crime to be tried in Britain mm-hmm. versus in the colonies. And essentially what that's going to do, is going to be, um, nicknamed the murder act because, um, Britain is not really going to try these people right. when they send them back to Britain. So essentially, it's giving these soldiers free reign to like commit crimes or to yeah, do, whatever do whatever they, they want. want. Um, so this is going to enrage colonists. Um, they are also going to. Um, is it the Quartering Act? Um, so I know it's. Oh no, they're going to take away their self government because at this point in time, and particularly in Massachusetts, a, a lot of the colonies had adopted a policy of self government, mm-hmm. um, and so. They're doing this. Oh, and then quartering. They're, mm-hmm. they're going to reinforce the quartering act as well, too. Um, so those are the four parts. So um, and the colonies are like, whoa. So they're going to actually create the first continental um, Congress mm-hmm. um, during, in response to the Intolerable Acts. And they are basically going to come together, list their grievances, and send them to King George. Um, they're going to try to resolve things peacefully. A lot of the colonists still felt like, despite everything that had happened at this point in time, they could have a relationship with them and, and work it out basically yeah. and king george got them grievances and said fuck y'all yeah <laughs> like it was a big old fuck, fuck you he said fuck y'all fuck the grievances fuck your mama fuck yeah. your daddy and actually y'all are popping off so i'm gonna actually send more soldiers over there <laughs> um because he was like it seems like y'all want smoke uh, by doing this <laughs> and this is hamilton while hamilton is not like the perfect representation of like what this actually looked like I love the song that King George sings um, after they talk about like him getting the grievances uh, because he's basically like, you niggas are going to fucking need me. Like, I'm your father. I provide everything for you. You bitches will come crawling back to me when you see how hard it is to run your own country because, excuse me, that was literally his attitude. He was like, yeah, y'all think y'all know what the fuck you're doing and you fucking don't. So when you need my help, don't ask me, bitch. So I love that song because it's a yes. very accurate description of like what was going through bro mind. I've never seen him. okay i'm gonna watch it today because i will make you i was i was literally thinking about i was like i'm gonna watch this as soon as we're done recording because i love it I've, so much yeah I've what? Watched, i haven't watched it i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna watch it if you literally don't watch it by the next time we record i'm gonna make you stay and watch it with me i'm going to watch it today I'll watch today, it today i'm going uh, to text you later to make sure okay i'm gonna watch it today all right, all right. today so okay so first continental congress obviously does not work uh <laughs> and then so niggas are like well we gotta start preparing for war so you're going to have the Second Continental Congress, which forms, um, they're going to uh, elect George Washington to be the lead. I don't know why they chose him in particular. I think that maybe he did um, good in the French and Indian War. I was going to say, yeah, he did yeah. really great in the French and Indian War. And it's actually funny because George Washington admits that a lot of people embellished a lot of the things that he did in the war. And he was like, I really don't know why they're telling their families and all their people like that I'm this great leader or whatever. He was like, you know, like, yeah, I'm the leader, but like, I wasn't that great. Like, he actually honestly admits to it. And so I always find that incredibly funny because they literally make this nigga the president. Yes. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. So um, they're going to um, make him a commander of the Continental mm-hmm. Army. They're also going to, at this time, write the Declaration of Independence, which is basically like a list of their uh, grievances again, yeah. 
reasons why they are declaring themselves as independent. And also, um, you have your unalienable rights. Yeah, which are I like, say rules from the nation, which yeah. is like, huh, we will not be quartering soldiers. It's basically a big fuck you yeah. to the mother country because they're yeah. like, everything y'all try to make us do, we're going to write and, this and is, make sure that does not happen ever again. And this is also going to shape like the Bill of Rights in yeah, uh, a lot absolutely, too, because, absolutely. like, I mean, like, quartering is not a thing today. Yeah. Like, but it's still one of our amendments. But anyways, so um, this is going to happen. So they're going to start mobilizing. They're going to start stockpiling weapons. Mm -hmm. Um, And so Britain is going to find out about this. So they're going to increase presence, particularly in Massachusetts, because this is where all the stuff Mm -hmm. is really popping off. Um, So Britain is going to get word um, that there are stockpiles of weapons in two cities called Lexington and Concord. And so they are going to go to these cities and their objective is to kind of like burn down or to basically destroy these weapons. Um, this is where messy Paul Revere comes in um, <laughs> and to let the people know uh, that the British are essentially on their way. Um, so instead of uh, hiding, like, like you're going to have these volunteer soldiers called the militia or Minutemen, mm-hmm. essentially, who are going to come in and step up. And this is going to be your first um, armed conflict of right. the Revolutionary War. And that's what, 1775? Yes. And then we actually don't get the Declaration of Independence until 1776. So it comes a little bit afterwards. But mm-hmm. yes, things are moving at this point. Yes. So um, for the most part, like with the war, like you have some minor victories um, mm-hmm. initially, but um, the colonists start getting their ass whooped. And yeah. The- okay. I'm sorry. Go. <laughs> and it's because of a few things. Britain has a huge army. Um, so they outnumber the colonists. And they have money. And they have money like- as well. And they also have formal training, whereas mm-hmm. most of the colonies are like people um, were farmers or people, and it's a volunteer untrained militia. Yeah, and it's yep. a, a volunteer based army. So it's like at any point in time, if I'm like fuck this, I can leave. Um, so, um, so the colonies are really going to start to lose. Um, Get the ass whooped. Um, they're going to lose really up until. Um, what we call the turning point of the war, which is going to be the Battle of Saratoga. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the Battle of Saratoga, um, the colonists are going to um, basically have guerrilla warfare, and they're going to use that to their advantage because um, Britain, again, has this formal training. They yeah. also are in bright red, but <laughs> the Battle of Saratoga is mainly fought in wooded area. So you're going to have colonists that are going to be hiding and sniping mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And what they're targeting is in this battle in particular, they are targeting British officers and leaders, um, and they're sniping them and taking them out um, because they, in particular, feel like, okay, well, if we can take out the leader, then it's going to create the chaos. Rest fall, yes. yeah. And so they're going to end up winning this, and the reason it's a turning point is because at this point, France has been watching everything that's been happening, mm-hmm. um, and they had already asked France for a little bit of help, and France was like, eh, I don't know, right. uh, because y'all losing, I don't know about this. But then France kind of jumps in after this and decides that they are going to formally um, align with the colonies. Mm-hmm. And then France also reaches out to Spain and gets Spain a little help yeah. from Spain mm-hmm. as well too. So now we have a, now we have a, now now the 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 fish is in the grease. Yeah. Okay. And also 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 another. I'm sorry to keep bringing up Hamilton. I do love it, but an actual like honest point from Hamilton is where they talk about like. Um, how they adopted a lot of people to be spies within the British um, army. That is going to be a 
super huge turning point as well because now we have people that are actually sending us intel about where they're going to be. We're able to do mm-hmm. surprise attacks. We're able to plan this guerrilla warfare because, again, we're not a trained militia, so we don't have no uniforms. We don't have none of that. We know if we go in into uh, the woods, we need to be wearing dark colors like browns, yeah. grains, and things like that so we can plan ahead because we have people and literally that are spying on And that's know, actually enemy. how we end up winning the war, too. Yeah. So, like, to skip all the, the battles and go to the end, the Battle of Yorktown is going to be the last battle, but um, it was a setup. So yep. um, there were false mm-hmm. plans that were planted that said that uh, the Continental yeah. Army was going to be in a specific place. Um, and they were left behind for the British to find. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the British were dumb and actually were like, ooh, thought that they actually found these military plans. And so they're going to sail into the Chesapeake Bay, not knowing that it's a trap because the French are already there. Mm-hmm. Um and they're going to basically enclose them in. And once the British come in, they're going to enclo- there's going to be a little bit of um, fighting. But they're going to enclose them in. And so the British are going to get to Yorktown. Um, and the American troops are already on land. And they're essentially going to surround them mm-hmm. and create a siege. And the only other way to escape would be by water. But the French are going to come in and blockade them in. So Cornwallis, who is the British... Um, commanding officer at the time, is going to have no choice but to surrender mm-hmm. at this time. And let me tell you how George Washington is petty. Because uh, uh, Cornwallis really tried to surrender on his own terms, and George Washington was like, nah, fuck that. Like, right. I am not accepting, he's like, I'm not accepting your sword until I have unconditional surrender. Um, so the war is actually going to end with the Treaty of Paris, um, mm-hmm. which essentially says that, um, Britain, you got to get the fuck out. Um, you gotta recognize that we are independent and and you need to give up all this land, uh, like up until the Mississippi River. Um, so that's gonna happen and then you are going to have, um, the birth of the United States of America. Mm. Um, and it's gonna lead into, um, government and struggle because we do the Articles of Confederation, which is some weak ass shit. Weak ass shit that we have to throw out because it doesn't have what, there's no like taxation. There's that, that bullshit was some bullshit. um, yeah, but so that's basically the Revolutionary War, the causes that led up to it, um, the little <laughs> rush, the little, uh, the little tussle that they had right. with Britain. Um, um, I also want to point out another thing. I feel like, and I wish I could remember the name of the book that I read that talked about this, but they point out that a, another um, big factor in the war is the fact that the United States is just incredibly resilient because mm-hmm. everybody that's fighting for this, like, they truly believe that they are being like. Uh, mistreated you know what yes. i'm saying so they are literally just incredibly resilient they refuse to die and when one of them dies another one steps up you know what i mean so like right. there's also a point and far be it for me to align myself with america and things like that but americans very resilient like if they believe in some shit they gonna die on that motherfucking hill and i feel like that was a really big point where the united states differed from britain because for them they felt like british right <laughs> They felt like they were going to win this war. They were not as committed because they didn't think, first, it was going to take this long, and two, that it would be this difficult. So I feel like the United States really had the upper hand on just the idea of, like, they knew they had to win this war. Yeah. Now, me, I would have been on the British side because Britain was definitely telling slaves at that point in time, you come fight for us and we'll be our freedom. Yeah, absolutely. Buy America, fuck right, y'all. Yeah, they you did know. do that shit though. That would have that been me because Britain had already outlawed slavery at the yeah. time. So uh, yeah, not I me. Mean, that's just me though. But <laughs> anyways, this has been another episode of Blood Education. I am Brando. And I'm Mia. All right, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. Peace.